once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a beat with the best trick Hey, I'm Scott. Welcome to the Wisdom in All Things podcast, where we dwell ever so lightly but profoundly on matters of the mind, body, and soul. Today, we'll explore, expose, and execute on developing poise, keeping your cool when things get hot. I have some questions for you. Actually, it's Donald Laird. He's quoted in the five T's of mastering the art of poise. He asks this as it relates to keeping your cool. Can you take a reprimand without blowing up? Can you take a turndown without being visibly discouraged? Can you laugh with others when the joke is on you? Can you keep your spirits up when things are going wrong? Can you keep your cool in emergencies? The natural leader, he says, answers all these with a confident yes. Poise is profound. It means being stirred, but not shaken. I include a picture in this particular post, so go to wisdominallthings.com if you want to see it. It's like a, a, well, it's a little Lego guy. It's a knight. And he's got this sword pointed up as if he's about to charge. And above him is this really large shoe, which is essentially going to squish him. And that's the picture I think of when I think of poise. It's still sword up even in the face of enormous shoe-sized odds. Poise is the only thing I can think of that allows you to be a force while remaining still. We'll find poise defined as a dignified, self-confident manner or bearing, uh, composure, uh, self-possession. But Earl Wilson provides a little more insight into how it actually feels. He says, it's the ability to be ill at ease inconspicuously. There's a certain tension with being poised. We're required to remain focused, steadfast, and perseverant in the midst of a situation that is asking more from us than we feel we possess. Recall the scene from the movie Braveheart, where William Wallace is directing his clan during the Battle of Stirling Bridge. As the English race toward them on horseback, he says, steady. I can't do it. (laughs) Hold, hold. And and of course, the, the anticipation. While he's saying, be calm, stay where you are, don't move until he gives the order is just, it's too much even just to watch, let alone probably be in that actual battle. There's a right time to wait. There's a right time to act. This sensibility is an underlying trait of wisdom. You certainly need to know what to do, but it requires that it be coupled with when it should be done. Let's talk about being powerfully poised. How do we gain this command of composure and timing? Before we get into some practical ways to develop poise, I'd like to introduce a few foundational thoughts first. First, don't let feelings lead Now, I didn't say don't feel, but what we need to address is the position we give our feelings. They need to be present. They just can't be in the lead. Annie from the Living Charm blog says this, Composure is a deep-rooted strength that is irreplaceable. You're not a slave to your emotions. They are contained and controlled in the healthiest way. Poises the balance of strength and elegance. It's the way you walk with confidence in the way that you move with a gentle ease and in the way that the tone of your voice is both calming and sure. Don't let feelings lead, but also be quick to listen and slow to speak. And be even slower to anger. James 1.19 Lead with listening and will be less likely to speak. A mouth closed can sometimes make all the difference, not to mention the role it plays in leading us to anger. Mouth closed, ears and heart open. Third thing, you are from God. 
and have overcome. Poise is most necessary in trying circumstances, but trying circumstances can overwhelm. Fear not, as we remember that, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. 1 John 4, 4. The war is won. The battle requires us to depend on the force greater than anything we will encounter. That lives in us, according to 1 John. In last foundational thought, I want you to think about the poise of Jesus. I came across a couple of descriptions of the poise that Jesus displayed. It is both inspiration, but a reminder that we can realize divine poise in the power of the Spirit. These quotes are from Godtrex.com, as quoted from The Character of Jesus by Charles Edward Jefferson. He says, It is an interesting fact that though Jesus was speaking constantly in public for three years, not one of his enemies was able to catch him in his speech. And when at last they convicted him, they had to do it on a trumped-up lie. This also is noteworthy that not one of the enemies of Jesus was able by unfairness or falsehood or hatred to push Jesus into a hasty word or an unrighteous mood. Most men are so poorly balanced you could push them with very little pressure into an unchristian disposition. Jesus was so firmly poised, he stood erect, unmoved, and immovable. His poise was divine. He goes on to say that there is a grace about him which does not fade. There is a sanity about him which compels respect. There is a charm about him which woos and wins the heart. That is a picture of poise. So as we have this foundation in our minds, let's talk about some practical tips for developing poise. One source that offers some good tips on developing poise comes from The Art of Manliness. Brett and uh, Kate McKay focus on Donald Lair's recommendations for increasing poise in their article, The Five T's of Mastering the Art of Poise. There are three, though, that I want to highlight specifically. First is think about the other person. So as you want to develop poise, first practical tip or one that I want to highlight is think about the other person. Thinking about them keeps us from thinking about what? About ourselves, which keeps us from being self-conscious and becoming unnecessarily nervous. Donald says the natural leader has power over others because they can sense that he is thinking about them. Interesting. Think about the other person. The other I wanted to highlight was this uh, second point. Take slow, deep breaths. As you wait to speak, breathe slowly. Uh, Donald again says, when your voice begins to rise, poise starts to leave. Take two breaths and lower your voice. So think about the other person. Take slow, deep breaths. And last point I want to highlight about developing poise. Talk your troubles over. This can definitely dial down the anxiety you may be feeling, which works against our need to be poised. The other suggestions that Laird had made help address the symptoms, but doesn't remove the cause. The cause, he says, that feeling of uncertainty needs to be removed. Concealed disappointments, suppressed worries, and restrained tantrums kind of create a backwash, she says, that sweeps poise out to sea. In her article, Six Tips for Creating Confidence and Poise, Hillary has one tip that relates to the first thoughts I shared on poise. She says, ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Asking yourself, what's the worst that could happen, will get you a realistic picture of potential consequences, which turn out to be less dire than we first thought. The bottom line is that we have every reason to be powerfully poised. Martin Luther King Jr. said, The Christian faith makes it possible for us nobly to accept that which cannot be changed, and to meet disappointments and sorrow with an inner poise, and to absorb the most intense pain without abandoning our sense of hope. So those key tips in developing a poise I wanted to highlight again. Think about the other person, take slow deep breaths, 
talk your troubles over. Going after the cause of why you feel that anxiety will remove the need to feel overwhelmed. So dealing with those concealed disappointments, suppressed worries, that kind of thing that he mentioned, as you talk your troubles over, removes the anxiety, which works against being able to be poised. But then asking yourself the question, what's the worst that can happen? If you're interested in reading through what the Bible has to say about wisdom, go to wisdominallthings.com and under the Wisdom tab, you'll be able to look into the Old and New Testaments, as well as taking some great quotes on wisdom and other helpful articles. Of course, it's all at wisdominallthings.com.